Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us this week again here on the Sexer Liberal Podcast Network and, of course, MSW Media. Yes. And we want to thank you all, everyone, everyone who is a Patreon subscriber. I cannot tell you how much you are keeping us alive and afloat in everything. So thank you so much. And how do we thank people? Also, for being a Patreon member, Angela? Francis, we do something amazing. <laughs> we put our gratitude in the form of not one, not two, but three. Three, I say, micro-idiots a week. That's three for the price of love. <laughs> and you know what else you'll love? A cameo from Frangela. Look, at, like, look at that segue. Look at that segue. That was beautiful. <laughs> You can get a specialized video from us. We can wish you anything. And I mean anything under the sun. Okay. We can't do like commercials for McDonald's. So like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not cool. But other than that, you know, you can give one as a gift. Mm -hmm. You know, think about it. Challenge yourselves. It's wonderful. And we really, ooh, we appreciate it. And we had some new people sign up this past month thank you so much thank um you so much you were saving us at a time where i don't know if you've noticed things aren't exactly picking up in a, <laughs> for for our level of work here so thank you yes. um and also we want to remind you to check out all the podcasts on the sexy liberal podcast network and msw media because they are amazing and good people and we're creating a totally progressive community of action that you are yes Yes, yes, yes. And we also want to remind you that our release dates for our podcast are going to change the week of starting Friday, April 15th. That that will be the release days. uh, Fridays will be the release days of The Final Word. And Monday, April 18th, we'll have The Idiot of the Week. So Mondays will be your day that you will be receiving your fresh new Idiot of the Weeks. You, you should be downloading all of them because yes. they're all amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and and 
join us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. And what happens, Angela? It is where Stephanie Miller transmogrifies into Stephanie Mills in an erotic dance of pol- politics, intelligence, <laughs> and sexy. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, you know, I was walking with my neighbor this morning and, you know, we could just, you know, we're barely, you know, talking about, you know, talking about the news and getting through it. Ukrainian President Zelensky visits Buka. And it was... It's, it's um, here's the thing. Um, and I may cry because this is, this is, beyond atrocities this is genocide and it's wrong and it's not okay and we're going to see more of it because this is because the russia has been pushed back and they pulled out of this area and that's what what they're leaving behind is bodies strewn across the streets people with their hands tied behind their back who have been killed execution style people reporting people bodies according to the ukrainian authorities with signs of torture and rape including the mayor And her family, her son and her husband, who when they dug them out of a mass grave um, after she'd been kidnapped 10 days ago or something, they found that they'd all been shot execution style in the head, but they had been tortured. All of their bones and their hands and their fingers and their their arms and legs had been broken before they were murdered. That's what's happening. And, you know, there was a man who was, um, his name I can't remember, but he's an American who has spent the last 30 years in Ukraine. Um, and I think working with the finance department there. And he, so he's, he lives there. It's his country now. But he said something so powerful. And he said, you know, you either have moral clarity or you have moral culpability. Yep. Yep. And I believe, Francis, that, that that is where we are at. And so not only do I appreciate our President Biden's doubling down and calling this what it is, which is war crimes and atrocities and Putin has to go, but they're about to talk me into sending troops. Oh, oh, uh, you know what? Like I'm ready for it because this has got, this is not okay. And what, what's worse is, is that there's more to follow. It hasn't stopped. It's continuing. And, you know, for me, as the world, we have to decide what is okay and what is not. And even if, you know, and we don't, we no longer live in a world. We screwed this up. Yeah. And here's the thing. We no longer live in a world where let them fight about it over there works because it it's all part of our living rooms. These are our brothers and sisters. Why aren't we, you know, why can't we and why don't we respond, you know? I think it's time for NATO to respond. It, absolutely. It, it, not, not with, uh, you don't say, there's no, fuck sanctions. Like, I just, this is, this is way beyond that. It's, it's, the, they are literally going for, if we can't have you, you will have nothing. Yeah. And, and the same man went on to say this burned into my brain. He said, is the West, are we the West? Are we literally going to fight Russia down to the last Ukrainian? Yep. Yep. Is that what we're going to do? Are we going to back their play until all of them are dead, tortured, humiliated, and lose everything they have? I don't know where they got these Russian soldiers from, um, but what is clear is that they are on a mandate that you will kill, rape, maim. 
Right. Well, when you when you hire out 16,000 mercenaries and you send them to your front lines, they don't care. These people aren't their brothers. No, they're hired. They're hired to do a job. And that job is war. It's torture. And torture run over. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to they're going to kill everyone in those cities. And that we're going to see more of that as they as they pull back. And understand pulling back for Putin isn't pulling back. It's he it's regrouping. That's right. Like like that's all he's doing. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, Zelensky said to the cameras, he said, you know, it's very difficult for Ukraine to negotiate with Russia following the atrocities carried out by Russian forces in Bulka. Zelensky said that the atrocities carried out in the town typify the nature of the Russian military and added that they treat people worse than animals. And and to to your point, they have and they are. And he goes on to say, you know, he went on to say it's very difficult to negotiate when you see what they have done here. I mean, how do you walk in a room and face their ambassador and say, uh, you know, and, and beg for peace? And be clear, I've never understood this concept of negotiating because there's nothing to negotiate. They, Russia wants a Ukraine. What are you you're going to negotiate that? We're right. going to negotiate giving up places and territories, and this is what they're doing to the Ukraine, to the people there. Like, there's nothing. Like, why are we fucking around with this shit? It's like this is we. I we are morally culpable every minute. Yep, the world is. That we do not do more. The world because is, it is not okay. We know what happens here. That's right. That's right. And we we see it. We can't pretend we don't know. That's right. Uh, also, <laughs> the seven hour gap in Trump, Trump's logs from January six. I love I love these quotations. Are suspiciously. That's in quotes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you see the reporter ask Representative Jamie Raskin? Reporter was like, well, I mean, couldn't it just be another example of the Trump White House's ineptitude or their lack of, um, you know, ability to do things? And Jamie Raskin was like, "Uh, sure, it could. It's just um, it seems particularly targeted to these seven hours. Like, it's like, come on. You know what? For me, I'm like, is it a coinky dink? Is there another day? where there has been a seven hour gap of calls when there was also an insurrection happening at the Capitol. Cause if you can show me that day, we can compare data points, but you ain't got that, shut the fuck up. You, you just so paranoid, Francis. I mean, quite <laughs> clearly, I don't know what you're trying to suggest. You know, as Malcolm Nance says, it takes a lot of planning to make a coincidence. And yes. let's, be clear, let's be clear about something. And I am saying it now, I've said it before. They will find a phone call and or a text that that says, do not let the Secret Service remove Mike Pence. I yeah. am putting that out there right now because I think his goal was to have Mike Pence be a martyr for this. Yeah. And then once they've killed the vice president, he was going to be able to say, now it's martial law. And he was, because he, I'm trying to figure out how the Secret Service got Nancy Pelosi out, but not him. Yep. Yep. And I'm telling you, these people are, we, Francis, are there any two people more knowledgeable about how dumb people operate than you and I? Not on this God's green earth, there isn't. When I tell you we know these mofos, yep. they are stupid and they are evil and crazy. And the combination means 
be clear that those seven hours are if you when and when they get the confirmation and they will, yes, and they it will. will be a direct line of insurrection. <laughs> you will see a direct, there will be no deviating, nothing. You know what I want to go back to is the uh, reporter asking, well, well, isn't this, wouldn't we consider this part of, you know, their, their fucked upness already? Incom- and I was like, yeah. it, it, it reminds me of our bit, be the fuck up from the get go. You, you're brilliant, Francis. You're so right. Because what it does, what it did is that we already, we have a reporter who's supposed to report the facts. Right, not, looking for not, excuses. Yeah. That's right. Not report her fill-ins, not mm-hmm. report your excuses or even their excuses. Report mm-hmm. the facts. And we have a reporter sitting there going, but wouldn't, couldn't we excuse this? Yeah, we have this bit that we're like, when you get a job, you have to be the fuck up from the get-go because all of us know, everybody has worked with that one person who could be late, who could not wear the uniform, who could have an attitude, and they never got in trouble. And then you'd be like one minute late once and they'd call you late bitch from then on, Mm -hmm. right? And you'd be like, but they're late every day. And it's because they've never done their job correctly. That's why they get away with it. So we have this bit like, when you go to your job, be the fuck up from the get-go. Never wear the uniform right. Every time they ask you to do something, fuck it up or break something. That's right. Break that copier every goddamn chance you get. Piss on it if you get the chance. Walk around with (laughs) magnets in your pockets so that you go near anybody's computer, you fuck it up. And they're like, I don't know. I just don't even want her in here. And then, and you're absolutely right. Trump's team has been the fuck ups from the get-go. So now people sit around and they take what is quite clearly evidence of evidence tampering they walked out they have harassed hillary for some emails for years and then the man carried classified documents out the building that's right that's right and you're not seeing stories about it exactly and we are missing seven hours not 18 minutes no seven hours of material Mm -hmm. of information and 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 we got we have reporters going, but don't you think it's just because they're fuck ups? This isn't a cover up. It's so, Francis. When I the, the ridiculousness of the treatment, yes, of, of of the Trump administration and and everyone else is is amazing. And I cannot get my mind around how these reporters think can, can think that they're doing a good job. I know. Because I've watched him, especially um, Chuck Todd, who mm-hmm. I'm with Stephanie, it's torture to watch him. But like, <laughs> he, like I, I can't. But he will sit there and he will start to, he will spitball possible reasons that the Trump did something to try to excuse it. Like, it's amazing to watch him do it. Like, they don't even have to come up with their own excuses. They yeah. can count on the media doing that for them. That, that, like, it's that's my Thank you. That is my point, Shelton, is that the media is trained. It's the training of these people. This is not your job. Your job is not. I mean, if if that person worked on my staff and I saw them ask that question, I call them the fuck over in my office. Yeah, but like, I need you to come over here right now. Don't do that. Don't you ever. Ask the questions, report the information. Don't 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 suppose in their favor. In it's their like, favor. 
You have a federal judge who's already said that the president committed multiple felonies. You have two lawyers who, who quit in the district attorney, the office in um, New York, because the, the new DA, whatever, AG, what's DA, right, won't mm-hmm. prosecute Trump saying that there were multiple felonies, overwhelming evidence. Like, and then what room... I mean, I hear black people every day described by these very same reporters as pre-looters, potential looters, um, as possible gang members, like everything in the world with no information. Yep. All day long. All day long. Every day. Every day. And I have to, I appreciate President Biden calling for, I know I'm jumping back, but it just, you know, calling for Putin to be tried as a war criminal. There, There is no negotiating. No. There's no negotiation. He's got to go. (laughs) Speaking of no negotiating, Pakistan opposition challenges dissolution of parliament. I don't know if y'all heard of this shit. This is like, what? And you know what? When I watch things like that, I go, you know, good for Trump because he tried everything. There was no law that Trump said I can't cross that. He tried to cross everyone. And this shit going down in Pakistan is just as crazy. It's it's some it's some pimpery. It's it is pimpery. some it's some straight up pimpery. So Pakistan's uh, opposition politicians vowed to challenge Prime Minister Khan's dissolution of parliament at the uh, country's Supreme Court. The court said it would consider the case. Khan was facing a no-confidence vote He was that he was expected to lose. Now, he was there was a vote. <laughs> okay, okay. And they, he expected to lose. Everybody expected him to lose. So Francis, did he campaign harder? Did he did he uh, get some new new more lawn signs? Did he make did he get a phone get to phone banking? No, he didn't get to phone banking. You know what he did? What did he do? He, he, he dissolved Parliament and called for early early elections in an attempt to stay in power. This motherfucker, it's like getting rid of being like Trump turning around and being like, I don't like Congress. Bad. He's like, look, I. It looks like a, it's like. Imagine this way: you're like you're playing like a, a a baseball game, and it it's like the ninth inning, and it looks like this team. They the team is like, oh, we're gonna lose. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna quit the game, and we're gonna have our team vote on whether or not we should win. Exactly, and that's gonna be the result. Like that, this is like they, they called it absolutely unprecedented. <laughs> The pretense of their even saying that there's an election going on is the thing that gets me. Because it's like, there's no election. You just, you're just like not going to, to, you don't care. But we have this going on in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. We have it happening in Turkey. That's right. With Obama. China is one person, one rule. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got Russia for life. life. You got. Yep. Iran. The Vic- Victor Orban, this he, this is a quote that really got me. He said, the whole world has seen tonight in Budapest that Christian democratic politics, conservative civic politics, and patriotic politics have won. We are telling Europe that this is not the past. This is the future. Mm-hmm. Let that sit in your head for a minute. This is not the past. Mm-hmm. This is the future. 
they are taking this and I need, first of all, I need us to all remember Steve Bannon making his world tour of anti-democracy. That's right. Spreading. He was the Johnny Appleseed of this fucking dissension. All of this is happening now for a reason. And all of it is happening is they are coordinating. And when I think about, they had the Lithuanian president on, um, on, I think Morning Joe earlier today, and which is amazing to me that you can get the Lithuanian president. And you know they're stuck between Belarus and and Russia, yes. right? So they're the first you first European country to completely cut off Russia. They're like we're not taking their oil or energy anymore. Yes, and it's like and he, and it is a, for them that's going to be a very hard thing to do. That's right. And they're like and this is the thing. They're like first of all he's coming for all of us. Second of all this is oh this is not okay. Like this is just we just fuck our oil. Look, everybody, seriously? Seriously. Hear, hear this, that, that, that Pack said this is all a part of the same authoritarian pushback fight against democracy. And with that, we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Jeff Stein. And I'm Jean Meserve. Together, we host the Spy Talk podcast. Every week, we delve into the worlds of intelligence, foreign policy, military operations, and the intersection of all three in national security issues. Spycraft, cybersecurity, violent extremism, whether at home or abroad, technology's impact on intelligence gathering. We cover it all and much more. We interview former spooks, military officers, government officials, journalists, and national security researchers. Leveraging our backgrounds in military intelligence and homeland security, along with our decades of experience as journalists and news organizations like Newsweek, The Washington Post, and CNN. So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Spy Talk, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. A federal judge ruled that sections of Florida's new election law were unconstitutional and racially motivated. Are you kidding me, Francis? No, I'm not kidding you, Angela V. Shelton. Are you suggesting? Are you suggesting? <laughs> Is this judge literally trying to say that there are people trying to stop Black people from voting? Why, yes, Angela. Why, yes. That is what exactly what the judge said. I am gobsmacked. You're kidding me. You know, and be, with everything going on, I want to be angrier. Mm-hmm. I want to be more outraged. But all I feel is just pure fucking exhaustion. You know where I'm at? Hmm. I'm at this place. I'm at this place. I'm getting quiet and close. Oh, Jesus. She's getting quiet. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord she's getting close and quiet, y'all. <laughs> I'm at the place. Where I want to, when, when they're yelling and screaming their MAGA bullshit and everything else, I want to get real quiet and go, why don't we just do this? <laughs> well, why don't we just dance this dance? Why don't we just see where this rodeo leads us? Why are we fucking around talking? And I want to take off my shoes and my earrings and my headband and go. Because I've had it. Angela, I imagine myself sitting on a rocking chair with a whetstone and my knife. And you're naked. And I'm <laughs> naked. And you're humming. 
And I, in my vision of it, you also are brewing some country time tea. In a, in a sun brewing. You're sun brewing tea at the same time. And there's like, this is the thing about your knife. Your knife is already covered in blood and hair. Like, it's, but you still start with it. And humming, humming. Oh, Lord, Lord, don't let us. Don't let us. Let me and tell I'm you. Snorting riddling on the roof, being like, who wants to go? Who wants some of this? I'm King Kong. Let us vote. That's what we're saying. I fucking had it. We fucking had it. Let my people vote. Palin running for Congress. What is what does it take to get rid of these bitches? Palin running for, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It says, uh, this is a quote, in the past 20 years, Florida has repeatedly sought to make voting tougher for black voters because of their propensity to favor Democratic candidates. You don't say, Judge Mark Walker. Look at Mark, Mark noticed some shit. He did. Bless his heart. Walker overturned a provision limiting when people could use a drop box. Limiting. Mm-hmm. when they could use a Dropbox to submit their ballot, along with a section prohibiting from engaging with people waiting to vote, which he said discourages groups who give food, water, and other for- forms of encouragement to voters waiting in long lines to continue doing so. I mean, oh, I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker would walk up into Detroit to try to stop some Black people from voting and intimidate them. Oh, please try. Yep, all day long. Okay, speaking of some crazy ass shit, I usually don't pull crazy ass shit, but this is some crazy ass shit. This is Madison, Wisconsin, the Chippewa Falls attorney who is a key player in a movement to take the impossible step of decertifying the 2020 election is running for uh, y'all attorney general attorney mm-hmm. general of the state on mm-hmm. a platform of using the office to prosecute doctors who did not administer the anti-parasite drug ivermectin to dying COVID-19 patients and instead gave them other treatments Okay, Francis, it sounds like what you said, and I may be having some kind of a fit. It sounds like what you said was that this man who's running to be the uh, attorney general of the state. It's a woman. The woman, this woman, she wants to sue doctors who gave proper medical care to patients rather than uh, horse horse parasites, anti-parasite animal medication. Yeah, Angela, that's exactly what I'm saying. See, I'm having a hard time with that in my head. It's not... Um, no, no, it doesn't. It does not want to compute because I'm going to tell doesn't you. Doesn't want to stick. I'm going to tell you. I don't know how we got Rand Paul. I know we got him through his daddy. I don't know where we went wrong in uh, intelligence in this country. I don't know. But there was a time. There was a time, y'all, where Thank this you. shit would have been stopped dead in its tracks. Not. Not running for fucking attorney general. How the fuck we get here? Here's the thing about the ivermectin. You don't need a prescription for it. All those people, family, them could have gotten it from the damn selves and had it if they wanted to. You can't, you can't, legislators can't mandate forms of treatment. I mean, I know they like to do that with us women in our bodies, but it's like, like. She had, she has a case against a family. 
I mean, for a family, representing a family who was angry at the hospital for who's, who had a person, a family member who was intubated and in a coma that they weren't giving him ivermectin. They weren't pulling the tube out and forcing ivermectin down his throat. I'm pretty sure that's not how you would give him the ivermectin, the patient the ivermectin. Um, I'm pretty sure there's another way to do it. I'm um, sure number one. Uh, number two, um, I just really don't know what to do except say, okay, you are no longer in charge of yourselves. No. Because you all are crazy. Yeah. This is insane. It's been, it's been insane, but it's it's just, and here's the thing. I need whatever court that's in to just throw it the fuck out. Like, I just, you, this is ridiculous. You're wasting everybody's time. This is what I want to continue saying as, I want to use these words that they use in this article, decertification supporters. Mm-hmm. We are now at the point of Republicans not denying these lies where we have what are called decertification support. Yeah. And don't let them use that. Don't let them popularize that euphemism. These are, these are domestic terrorists and insurrectionists. These are anti-democratic, anti-democratic domestic terrorists. That's what they are. And to your point, Angela, about people not paying for what they've done wrong. That's right. We are now a year out, year and some months out, and now they have a new term for it. Mm-hmm. Now we're so much farther away. Not only do they have a different term for it, it's the people who supported it who should be going to jail yep. for what they did in their state. Yep. Are running for a, not only are they not in trouble for it, they're getting votes for being that. This is... Uh... I just really, I don't know what else to say, except these people, if they think that we're just going to hand them this country and they're just going to legislate themselves back into power and they're just going to continue to do the shit, they have really grossly misunderstood our, our, our ability to stand up. Because here's the deal. Yeah, we're rule followers. Yeah, we follow the law. We, 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 but the reality, you aren't going to just take this country. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. I mean... The reality is you have a person running for attorney general based on a medical on medical information that they are not a doctor. Mm-hmm. But they're pushing an ideology, but it all runs together. All of it. You know, election fraud, uh, ivermectin. It's all in the same fucking witch's brew that they're sipping on daily. I can't, I can't, I just, it is, I'm looking at, you know, Trump um, and this whole him endorsing all these candidates and doing this um, whistle crazy tour. And I, and and I'm just, I need people to understand and all the debate about does, you know, he's the head of the party, he's got the power, but does he have the influence? He's yet, his people he backs don't win. I don't know why this, this, this 
why this isn't getting through. Yeah. Like they don't win. The only what he so that is why the, all these state legislatures that have Republicans in control because the Democrats have never done a good job about talking about voting for the whole ticket and no. down ballot. That no. like that they are instituting undemocratic reforms and taking over and and upping the ante on their already gerrymandered districts. The New York Times can suck my dick. Like literally they had an article last week that was like, um, both parties are gerrymandering. I, I like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't with them. I can't. And when every time that gets called a liberal newspaper, I'm like, do you know what liberal means? <laughs> and that is our final word. And now it's time for resistance. While we can't officially say um, the revolution has started at this point, we, you know, in thinking about, we've talked about Ukraine and other things, but right now this week is sort of the final week before I think the vote is next week on Supreme Court Justice uh, nominee, uh, Justice Jackson, if you're nasty. And so we would like everybody to try to make a commitment to call their senator and tell them that you would like to see that you were looking forward to seeing their yes vote for Justice Jackson. We think that would be an excellent item for you at 202-224-3121. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.